Welcome to the busy Latter-day Saint, where righteous desires and living life come together. Here, members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints discuss their challenges and successes in studying the scriptures. I'm your host, Richard Bernard. Before we hear from our guest, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and leave comments. This will help the podcast in reaching a larger audience. Also, invite your friends to listen. Information on how to reach me and a link to my website are in the show notes. The music for this program is by Marvin Goldstein and used with his permission. And now, today's interview. Patricia, welcome. How are you doing this morning? Great. Thank you very much, Richard. Good to see you. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> we've certainly had difficulty here trying to trying to connect and gradually I'm grateful that we've um, been able to finally connect here. I've been looking forward to talking to you. Now, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I get quite a few emails about people uh, struggling with the gospel library. But are you the one that became the expert in the stake? I did. I okay. You're went the to one. your class okay. and I came back and I taught my high council and my stake presidency. And anybody who would listen to me, I taught them how to use the gospel library. Okay. Yeah. And I remember you were uh, quite um, intimidated or frightened by the prospect. You didn't realize that you were going to become the expert in the stake. It was a little overwhelming, but um, I just felt so strongly that it's such an incredible tool and that a lot of us didn't know how to properly use it. And so I was just on fire with the spirit that you shared with me about what an opportunity it is to use this device. Well, let's start a little bit here about yourself um, and your family and what you've been doing for a while. Excellent. Um, I'm, I'll introduce myself. My name is Patricia Crockett Dubray. I am a first generation member. I'm the oldest of six children. Those siblings today, it was a little treacherous growing up, but those um, siblings today are my best friends and confidants. I love them. Um, I've been, I am uh, born and raised in a town called Elk Grove, California. It is near Sacramento. I am married to Dan, who's my best friend and soulmate. We met in early morning seminary in our senior year of high school. Um, Dan and I were best friends. Um, due to an early childhood experience, I personally was committed to never marrying and never having children. There was a lot of pain in that decision, um, but I was very committed to it. Um, Dan was a new convert, and he was the only member in his family, and he decided to serve a mission. It was called to Mexico, and then in the MTC, it was changed to Paraguay, South America. Um, knowing that my best friend was coming home from a mission, I kind of manipulated the situation, and I... Um, kind of um, served for the right reason and also ran away. I also chose to serve a mission and um, when I was called to serve in the De Texas Dallas mission. Uh, we didn't see each other or co minimal correspondence for about three years. Um, when we when I got back from my mission, uh, we exclusively dated for eight months. And then after, after asking me multiple times um, and my reply being, it's not you, it's me, I agreed what we uh, referred to as a financial merger because I was afraid of marriage, but the financial merger was good. Um, three children have blessed our lives. I have three in-laws with their marriages. I have four grandchildren. By profession, I'm a board-certified lactation consultant, which means I help mothers learn to breastfeed their babies. But the bottom line is I strive to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. 
taught early morning seminary for seven years. Dan right now and I are serving in this young single adult ward. He's serving as bishop and I'm teaching institute. I teach mission prep, taught a class last night. And um, that's pretty much it. Well, that's very interesting. I um, got quite a bit there going on. You just didn't want to get married. I didn't want to get married. I was afraid um, that the things, um, the painful things that had happened to me as a child would happen to my children, and I didn't want to take that risk. Oh, I see. Okay. And your, your serving of a mission was to kind of get away from things. Well, he was coming home, so I figured if I wasn't home, when oh. he got home, <laughs> then I could, you know, he would find somebody else to date and marry, and it would be good. I see. Well, that's certainly an unusual reason to serve a mission. Yeah, I did it for the right reasons as well, but that was one <laughs> of the reasons. Well, I, having worked at the MTC with a lot of missionaries, I um, there's a lot of reasons people go on missions. It was and, a great decision. It blessed, yeah. has blessed my life forever. Yeah. And now, um, you're with the... I, I couldn't hear clearly the uh, name of the organization about breastfeeding. Ah, I'm a board-certified lactation consultant. Okay, because my my first wife was, um, I'm trying to remember if it was the La Leche League? Yes, I am also a La Leche League leader. That is kind oh, okay. of, that's the beginning of support, kind of where you have mother-to-mother -mother support. And so, you know, people call and ask for help and information. Okay. And then kind of the next level, uh, you know, it's, you know, international testing and international accreditation, basically. Okay. Yeah, she was with La Leche League and um, also was a Lamaze, I think that was the term, Lamaze instructor. And so, yeah, I haven't, haven't heard of that in quite some time now. We love babies and mommies, that's for sure. We do all <laughs> we can to get them on. And it just, I mean, to watch a couple go from a couple to a family and to see their hearts turn to God it's a it's an incredible sweet tender sacred place to hold for families i love the work i do yes i used to come home um and there'd be like six or seven women laying on the floor in our living room exactly <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly with, with, with lamas but uh no they're they're wonderful organizations they really are and you say that uh, you're teaching institute or seminary? I can't remember. Taught seminary, and I'm on to institute right now. I'm teaching institute. I taught a class last night. We're teaching a class called Music, Hymns, and Learning to Hear Him Through Music. It's been glorious. Oh, my goodness. Tell me more about that. Um, we have... You know, we're doing Zoom because we live in California and we're still pretty much on lockdown. It's not going to get better for a long time, I think. COVID is alive and well here. Um, so we have probably 20, 50, 10 to 20 young men and young women from the age of 18 to 25 who attend our young single adult um, ward. And um, we talk about... Uh, about the hymns of the scriptures or you know actually i have a friend who's brilliant who talked about that our hymn book should be our fifth standard work you know there's just glorious gospel teachings within the 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 book that green book and looking forward to a new one arriving as well but our, so we talk about the hymns that first of all were you know the hymns of the restoration um and the hymns of the sacrament and we're it's early on so right now our students are preparing a 
PowerPoint Weekly, and they come, you know, coming to share their favorite hymn and uh, uh, what's that called? Um, YouTube, Mormon Tab, or who their favorite composer is who um, presents this song. And last night it was I Believe in Christ. And what was the other one? It was a not so popular one. Um, I'd have to look it up, but they were just well done. Uh, that hymn, I Believe in Christ, I love it. I just absolutely love it. It's not only great as far as um, the harmony and everything, but the words. Yeah. Oh, it was it, the conversation following. We watched, you know, Mormon Tab, and then the 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 what is the what is the name of it, Richard? I'm gonna um, the choir on top. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, so sorry about that. I like the Mormon Tabernacle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, what is it? It's the the uh, choir on Temple Hill. No, not the, yeah, the, the Temple choir. Square. I I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get it right now that they've uh, now that they've changed it. So in this class, then you listen to hymns and then you discuss the. I have a degree in music, and so I'm curious. Do you discuss anything about? Um, the structure of the hymn or anything like that, or is it mainly focusing on the words and the people who wrote it? Great question. Um, there is, I'm looking it up right now. There is, we asked them to come prepared to share a PowerPoint and the PowerPoint, um, the first slide covers the hymn um, and what they consider the hymn gem. It could be a favorite line. It could be what the principle that it's being taught. And then slide two explains about the author or the poet with a picture of an interesting fact. Um, number three is a slide explaining the composer um, with a picture of possible and an interesting fact about them. And then slide four explains that the story behind the hymn, how did the hymn come about? And then slide number five is a thoughtful question that draws us into the hymn to guide a doctor and they guide the do doctrinal discussion. What, hmm. how, why, you know, questions. Now, what would be a question that they would ask? Um, last night's question about I believe in Christ. Um, one of the questions was, have you always believed in Christ? Or, you know, has it taken work? Um, and then the other question was, um, what's your favorite line in the song? Another question could be, what um, is one of your favorite miracles that Christ performed? Um, what are what are your favorite? What's going to be one of your favorite things about when Jesus Christ returns? Hmm. So the students come up with the questions. I can help, um, but they have some. They're so much smarter than I am. They're just incredible. These young men and young women who are um, the church is in good hands. I feel an incredible future. Yes, well, I agree with you. Um, but very interesting. Uh, a class on the hymns. Um, I interviewed um, Robin Wright, or Rob Wright, and uh, he takes every Saturday morning as part of his scripture study, uh, memorizing a hymn. Oh, and that's so, a great idea. Yeah, so you're the second person that's brought in as far as the scriptures um, using, you know, using a hymn um, there. Very interesting. And so you had someone that considered the hymn a the fifth gospel? Yes, I have a friend who teaches a music class at BYU-Idaho, Mindy Madsen Davis. I don't know if you know. Um, no, I, I don't know the name. 
the the um her maiden name will sound familiar. She's Truman Madsen's daughter, Mindy. Oh, oh okay. And, uh-huh. Um, and she teaches a hymn class, and she's inspiring to me. So, um, she does a great job and has given shared with me many of her resources about this how to get these you know how to be successful in hymns. So this is a institute class that's being held not just in your area, but throughout the country or? It's a hybrid. We are, we kind of invented um, the course outline ourselves and are following, uh, we made up our own syllabus and kind of just going rogue. So I think it's probably, you know, it's not a pop, you know, it's not in the Institute manual. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit um, about the scriptures here. Um, what What is your approach to the scriptures? Um, I would first like to go on the record and say that um, when I was probably 14 or 15 years old, I had a um, bishop and leaders who organized a club called the Consecutive Club. To be in the consecutive club, one had to participate in a minimum of three consecutive activities for three months. So it was daily consecutive activities. Um, The ward bishopric would plan special activities for members of the club to attend, ice cream socials, firesides. It was cool to be in the consecutive club. Um, And those consecutive activities were prayer, scripture reading, and journal writing. Um, I began early um, in those years to, for membership in the consecutive club, and I am uh, incredibly grateful to those priesthood leaders. To and I'm happy to report that 44 years later, I continue to take my membership in the consecutive club very seriously. I've hardly missed a day or two over these last 44 years. So that is the foundation of where I'm coming from. Um, I haven't always. I'm. I. I loved. I I only, you know, just recently heard about your podcast and I worked so hard. To, it's a subject I love, as you will clearly see um, as we speak. But um, so I loved Kurt Frankham's um, assessment that I always wanted to be a scholar. I really wanted to um, delve and dive and dig. Um, and but I'm more creative. And so I have found incredibly fun ways for me to study the scriptures and they are not, they're not unscholarly, but they're definitely not um, your traditional way of studying the scriptures. And I'd love to share those with you. Yes, please. Um, Some of the um, things that I have found that have been, um, I, I, prior to electronic scriptures, I've taken my scriptures everywhere. They've been on every trek I've been on. We do a lot of traveling as a family. And so they've been around the world with me. Um, Dan and I, I have always read two pages of scriptures front and back. And I say read those scriptures because there was a huge amount of time when I had young children, I was tired um, that I just read the scriptures. And I will, I'm going to go on the record and on the hill dying um, that that's enough too. just, you know, getting the scriptures in your life. If all you can do is read a, a verse or a page front and back, it's that's enough until you can take it to the next level. Um, so I did, um, you know, just a minimal amount for many years. Um, 
should I have done more? You know, good, better, best. Definitely there was best on the table, but I didn't figure it out. Um, but let me tell you what I have figured out. Um, as a state camp director several years ago, I was called and I read the Book of Mormon and I underlined every mention of the word woman or girl. Um, halfway through, I got a little bit um, jealous for young men. And so I started marking the young men or men in blue. That was a grand adventure. And I learned how the what the Lord felt about women. Um, Another time, behind every great man is a great woman, and I love Elder Holland. So I spent almost 18 months studying the life of Patricia Holland. I read everything she wrote, every talk she gave, and every scripture she quoted. I love Patricia Holland. Currently, as you would probably guess, I'm studying our current hymn book. I love um, reading. You know, I have lots of things I do in studying the hymn book. I um, read it. I play it on the piano, I highlight the scriptures underneath um, if I can, and I have a story um, we've served in Nauvoo as a family, and so some of the songs, um, Let Zion and Her Beauty Rise, um, How From a Foundation, all of those um, we personally as our family link to Nauvoo, and um, I've I'll get to that in a minute. Let me come back to that. But um, so I'll write um, my personal experiences with those stories and then include those in the hymn book and in my journal. Well, I first start writing in my journal, then I put it in my electronic copy of the hymn book, and um, it's just going to be rich for my children to go back and look at the, the, my stories in the hymn book. Um, I, I'm a visual learner. I put up a sticky, a huge sticky note in the living room. Right now I have one right there. Um, I have a beautiful graphic of the House of Israel. I really want to understand them. I really want to understand how the House of Israel works, who we are, where we came from, where we're going. So I have sticky notes about our physical lineage and how that works. Um, and right now I have a Come Follow Me worth third Nephi 9 and the Lord's destroying so many cities and I my question on the sticky wall the board says does God always deliver the righteous and so I have as I scripture study right now I have sticky notes um, that say yes and I have verse and point where yes they were delivered and no with verses and examples um, one of my favorite ways to study is I kind of touched on briefly in the hymn book is um, writing a journal entry a miracle a uh, how I saw the hand of God in my life today, um, and then um, studying my scriptures and finding out where that goes in my scriptures and attaching it, you know, verse and point. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, I love reading the Bible dictionary. Um, another great thing that my um, somebody inspired told me was that um, I play the game of Jeopardy. So on each page of scripture, I write a question, like what does this page answer? Um, when my children were young, um, well, I, um, we often, Dan and I read two pages of scriptures, a Book of Mormon before we go to bed. And so when he was doing a PhD program, when our kids were little, we would read the two pages pages of front and back scripture and if we think the other person's losing it we you know throw in and it came to pass they went to Walmart and you know and it's up to the other person to you know catch you know and, and just be attentive um, what else um, right now you know when we read the Book of Mormon every night we talk about you know you the goal is that you have to pick uh, 
verse or scripture that you like, and then you have to do commentary on it. So you're going to give a 15 minute talk, which verse are you choosing and what are you going to talk about? So that's how we talk about it right now. Um, I've memorized the, um, the living Christ a few years ago. Um, just um, lots of fun and creative ways to study the scriptures. I've just have found really blessed my life. Well, you use a journal. Um, is this a paper journal, digital? Yes, what? yes, yes, and yes. Okay, it's both. Well, I have for probably a good ooh, 40 years, I've used a paper journal. And my children are like, please, mom, do something else because they want to read it, but it, it's not electronic. So I just recently in the last probably three or four years converted, maybe two, I don't know how long, I've converted to an electronic journal online. And then um, I also have a blog. So I have what's called the large plates, which are my hard copies and my daily journal. And then I have small plates, which I consider my blog where I keep spiritual um, experiences. No, and, and this blog is just for your family or? Nope, it's just mine. I don't share it with anybody. It's just my personal experiences. Um, okay. I haven't, I haven't done anything with it. I just keep my own. So, yeah, it's just a blog that I write in as often as the spirit guides. And the funny thing is I also have lost plates. Oh. So <laughs> there's been, there was a time when I was converting to um, – you know, from hard copy to electronic that I have some papers that are just misconstrued and I haven't gathered them up yet. And so I consider those my lost plates. And what are you using now uh, for the digital? Is it a particular app or what are I, you doing? I do use an app and it's called Penzula. Penzula. Yeah. Let me look it up here. Uh that's P-E-N-Z-U-E-L-A. Yeah, just P-E-N-Z-U. Just P-E-N-Z-U, Penzu. Oh. I just used the free part of the app. I want to convert to just putting it on a Word document or using Outlook so that, you know, I can print it. I'm not quite sure the printing capabilities of this one yet. It's been a couple of years and I haven't printed anything yet. Well, I have a suggestion Please do. for you. It's Called day one, yeah, it's called day one. And day one, uh, you can add photos, you can add uh, videos, um, you can actually print a book from it. Actually, very nice books um, from it, and um, uh, you can probably import what you've done on the other uh, apps into day one but um, I've been using day one since they came about they're very popular it's an award-winning app and uh, I back they're right here in they were in American Fork but they're in a Lehigh now their office but uh, check into it they, they have a free version and then they have a subscription uh, which I pay for from myself and my wife um, the, the difference is that you can have more than one journal so I have a Revelation journal, I've got a scripture study journal, and, and so on. But um, it, I highly recommend it. it. Now, it'll work on Android or um, Apple products, but um, I have it on my watch. I've got it on my phone, it's on my Mac here, and uh, 
on my iPad, and uh, that's where I turn to each day to, to write into. Now, I'm really interested uh, um, in the, going back to the journal here. So what you do is you start with the journal, and you have that lead to a scripture rather than someone studying their scriptures and when they're done writing in a journal. Correct. Correct. Um, so I'm trying to, okay, I can give you a brief story. I'll give you an example of this. Um, my husband was bishop of a family ward, and um, it was a Christmas, and um, sometimes I, I want the gospel of Jesus Christ to be fun and exciting and to find joy in it. And I was at this Christmas activity, and I was finding joy in the activity. And the person in charge of the activity did not want – I was too, being too gregarious and too over-the-top about it. Um, we're, she wanted us to be reverent, and I didn't get that memo. Um, so she personally came up to me and said, Patricia, um, take it down a notch. It's, you're over-the-top. Um, it's supposed to be a reverent activity. Well, I was, at first I was embarrassed, you know, first I was embarrassed, then I was, you know, everything that comes. And I was offended. I, I, it came to the fact that I was hurt and I was offended. And I was like, you know, I'm the bishop's wife. I'm never going back to church. I'm embarrassed. All those things that come with it. And that night for scripture study, I came home and I read, um, I am in the first Nephi about how, um, Nephi frankly forgave his brothers, and I knew immediately I needed to just frankly forgive this person. They didn't; it wasn't their intent. I was out of line. I was inappropriate, um, and I needed that information. And she wasn't in the wrong, so I frankly forgave. And I wrote about that in my journal. And then, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, good. I thought I heard something went off on my computer. Um, so I wrote about that in my journal, and then I um, attached it to that scripture about Nephi frankly forgiving, and that was my experience with frankly forgiving. And I have hundreds of entries in my scriptures of journal writings and application to scripture um, section of verse. And, you know, I actually write it, and, and my it's like – for me, it's eating candy. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, studying the scriptures is like writing the journal entry and then um, delving in and finding the, the best scripture for that journal entry. Now, how do you tie the journal into the scriptures? I, I'm trying to picture how this happens. You're using an electronic um, journal. Is there some way you're linking that entry in the journal to the scriptures or you're taking that journal entry and copying it into the scriptures? I, it's literally a cut and paste. I literally drop it into notes. Does that make sense? Yes. So yeah. yeah. I just yeah. I drop it right into my notes and, you know, that, and that is a glorious thing. You know, you can be sitting in Sunday school and, you know, reading a particular passage and then, you know, all of a sudden I see that I have a note there and I get to read that note and go, oh, that's when that principle worked for me. That is how, that's the application right there. There's lots of applications because there's, you know, I have favorite scriptures that might have more than one um, journal entry attached to them. You know, it's just how that scripture worked or what was 
Does that clarify it a little bit? Yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, I'm just <clears throat> I'm just trying to think about a little bit um, of how that that is done. Um, now, do you have a particular time during the day that you study the scriptures or is it just uh, it varies? Well, what is your pattern? Um, it does vary. For me, the sweet spot is first thing in the morning. And my goal, I'm not, I'm new at this. Uh, my goal as an early morning seminary teacher, you know, it was easy. It was easy to get up since I haven't taught seminary in the last couple of years. I've been sleeping, but I really, I want to see four o'clock on the time you know some the four first it could be 445 for i think that miracles and the windows of heaven open up in the morning um my so i'd like to see four more likely i often see five and um i'd like to do better at, at early morning um sacred time i'm just getting my feet wet again in early morning and kind of recommitting to that um but I do, I, I look at scriptures, I um, have them out in, on my table so that I go to them often. Um, sometimes I go to bed in my journal and haven't only written briefly, wanting to come back. So I'll add to that, you know, later on in the afternoon or it's, a, it's an open book for me, always, anytime. Now, I know you use the gospel library, but you mentioned, so you, you have you have your hard copies out also so you might use it on your phone or you might just pick up an actual hard copy then um most of the time i'm electronic 90 percent of the time sometimes i have a hard copy um and right now with the hymn book i'm using a hard copy hymn book occasionally as well but most of 90 percent of the time i would say it's electronic well, you really have a um, an interesting way to to get into the scriptures. I I find it very interesting um, as far as the journal and um, and the prayer or the um, not the prayer but the uh, hymn book and uh, very very interesting. Now you said you had sticky notes. Uh, do you have in your home like a? I getting the impression you have like a board that you put these things on. Yes, or I just a wall would be fine. I have a what's that called? Like a curio cabinet, like an old from my grandma, um, okay. china hutch, yeah. china hutch. And so on top oh, of the okay. china hutch, on that glass front thing, I have a big, you know, classroom size sticky note. Okay, and and this is just like your um, the post-it type. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so you just write on that and have that up there. Well, I put I put the sticky note up, and then I put sticky notes on the sticky note, at where the and they move around because sometimes I'll think that you know God. Well, more than anything, I probably used it like um, in the birth of the children of Israel. Like who was the mom, who's the dad, and the children. And sometimes, um, you know, the dad was married to more than one woman, or not married, or whatever the case might be. Um, so sometimes the sticky notes move. So. I'm fluid. I'm very fluid. Well, now you mentioned uh, the Jeopardy questions. So, w what's an example? And uh, do you actually write the Jeopardy question in your scriptures? 
Definitely, yes. And, and, and what would be an example of a Jeopardy question? Um, let's go with just the first page um, of the Book of Mormon. I and Nephi being born of goodly parents. Um, the Jeopardy question would be, um, who was Nephi and where did he come from? Okay. So that page answered that question. And then, you know, uh, maybe, you know, when... Uh, Christ comes, like that's where we're at right now in Come Follow Me. Um, the people were, you know, were astonished. How many times did the voice, you know, come? What allowed, what, what um, allowed the voice, the people to hear the voice? So just questions above the margin that that page answers. Now, you mentioned Come Follow Me. How do you interpret that with all your scripture study? Um, we participate, we watch, we love some of the um, commentary that's available online with um, big names that we all love. We, so we watch that weekly. We also read, you know, front and back um, or a chapter every night. Sometimes we have to, depending on the, you know, the curriculum or the assignment, you know, sometimes we have to read slower or faster, you know, to keep up. And then, you know, we, Dan and I personally talk about, um, you know, what would you do to add commentary? What would you do if you had to explain this? Um, we also, what else do we do on Come Follow Me? We meet with our children on Sundays and talk, you know, sometimes um, they're assigned. Each of, we have three children. The three children are married. One child is old enough to give a talk and oftentimes they follow the Come Follow Me and, um, uh, expound on what we've been studying. Um, lots of ways, and you know, the the chapters we're at right now are so rich. How, you know, you ponder all the, those all day and think about, you know, how can I hear his voice better? The you know, the people had to hear it three times. Do I have to hear it three times? Sometimes, maybe. Um, you know, just pondering and praying and thinking about the things that you've read. Well, Patricia, I'm very grateful with the time with you. Um, I've really enjoyed it, and uh, we've had problems getting together here, but we were finally able to do it, and I'm really grateful for that. Uh, to end, would you mind sharing your testimony? I would love that. Um, Jesus Christ is everything to me. I believe that we live in an incredibly awesome period of time that is just rich with resources and abundance. I am so thankful to live in the here and the now. I'm thankful for Jesus Christ and for his sacrifice, his atonement, but his enabling power is what um, just lights a fire under me. Um, I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And he is my strength. He is my savior. He is my everything. And I'm so thankful for the time together, Richard. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for um, the the format. I love, I can't go wait. Like I said, I, I didn't know about your podcast till just recently. And so I can't wait to go back and be inspired by all these people who are so brilliant, way more brilliant than I. So um, I'm thankful for Jesus Christ and for the blessing of this life and this time and this place that we have 
so many resources at our fingertips.